if I had the choice of being with somebody when they were small and riding with them until they were big or dating somebody and they're already super successful, I would choose the second one just because of that simple fact that when I know somebody's successful, I know that they have already the 50 options, mm-hmm. but they're choosing me. Right. I feel like when you're starting from the bottom, I'm the only option, and then you still need to choose me when there's 50 other options. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Chemical X. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chemical X podcast to all our hotties and all of our haters because you know that's the only two people listening to this podcast. (laughs) For sure. And I think there's more haters than there are hotties. I'm not going to lie. No offense. (laughs) No offense. Thankfully, we only have like two dislikes per video. So the haters, they don't make themselves known. But we know you're there, babies. (laughs) We got a lot of hotties, though. Love you. Um, I'm Veronica, as usual, and I'm with my superhero sidekick, Alessia. Hi, Alessia, also known as Aledeandra. So if you're wondering why I'm in gloves today and you're listening on video, was well, because we're going out after and I just said, might as well dress the part right away. Might as well put on your... It's a snowstorm outside. If you think I'm going to start bringing 35 outfits for different events, like this is what I'm wearing now and then this is what I'm wearing out. So... 100%. You get both. Perfect. I'm in my Nike tracksuit ready to run out of here. <laughs> um, guys, if you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below, leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and, you know, follow us on Spotify. So I know now we do a quote a day. Okay. So my quote for today is, <laughs> and it's for all women and men okay so like so like normally what our quotes are for right um so my quote for today is if a man wants to see you he will see you facts so that that's my quote perfect i (laughs) i agree i feel like it's coming from a it's coming from a personal place We'll dive into that later. We'll dissect that later. For sure. I clearly got a lot on your mind here, Alessia. (laughs) So that's my quote because I feel like as women, we tend to all do this Mm -hmm. and we're all guilty of it in a way. Um, We like to make excuses for men and we like to not believe what is clearly written. Very clearly there because we don't want to look bad and we just want to believe the best, which Mm -hmm. is something women have we like to nurture and we like to you know just believe and we almost believe our lies so i'm just here to let you know that if you're wondering why a guy hasn't messaged you or why you haven't seen someone and you start getting to the point where you start like going oh wait was it me Mm -hmm. is it because i did no sweetie if a guy wants to see you he will see you if a guy wants to my guy's going and cry Honestly, it's so true, though. And the same goes for a girl because I've been in positions where, you know, I know like somebody's confused about my actions and they're like, and they'll even say like, oh, and then you you play the game of like, no, no, it's just because I'm so busy and you give your excuses, you give your bullshit. But at the end of the day, if I wanted to see you, I was going to make time to see you. So you should never be confused about how somebody's feeling. Like if -hmm. you're confused, whether they like you or not, whether they want to see you or not, chances are they don't. Because I mean, not even chances. They don't. No, they just don't. Like, this is just straight up. If they're really into you, you'll never be confused. You'll never be confused. And that's even, like, when you start talking to a guy. Even if he likes you and you're like, I don't know what went wrong. It's like, no. Like, a guy who wants 
to be known that he likes you is going to do everything to let you know. It's so true. You're never going to be wandering, confused, like, I'm not sure where we're at. Like, no. If he wants you, you will know. A hundred percent. So my guy doesn't want me, (laughs) is what we're saying. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You brought this upon yourself. You came in here hot. It's fine. It's fine. You know, the name of the game is you get ghosted, you ghost the next person. Well, you're in your funeral outfits. Like, you're... You're mourning the relationship already. That's right. <laughs> grieving. She's in her grieving mode, guys. All she's missing is like the mesh over her eyes. Next thing you know, you find out I killed him. <laughs> if I can't have him, nobody could have him. Hundred percent, that's you. Thousand percent. We'll keep that quote for next week. <laughs> I'm gonna keep leaving you to the quotes, you know, that are coming out of your personal pain and experience. Experience. Yeah. I don't have a quote. I'm gonna be. I don't. It's fine. I don't. I think mine is so solid. Yeah. That it stands for like the next month. A hundred. Next week, I'm saying the same thing. I want you to know. <laughs> if a man wants you, you will hear about it. A little it. more you emotion know. next week too. It's gonna be worse because two weeks. Well, you know, there might they be like heard. a couple tears. You know. Oh, okay. That's. Oh, you who don't knows? From now. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe next week you're going. Like I said, if he wants you, you're gonna know, and I know, baby. He wants me. <laughs> Everything changes one day from the next. In a week. Who knows? Who knows? You post one bomb picture and then all of a sudden, he wants me. I don't want him. <laughs> oh, I'm over you. Oh, wait, wait. You? That's you? <laughs> but there's there's nothing that makes you want somebody more than them not wanting you. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with you. That's where I'm at. It's crazy. I've never wanted someone more. Suddenly when they want you, you're like, ew, I don't like you. Yeah. You're ugly, actually. <laughs> Wait, I wanted you? I was begging you to text me back? Get the fuck out of here. I feel like in the past, if that would happen, I'd be a lot more like, I would dwell on it for a little longer and it would would affect me for like a bit more. Mm -hmm. I feel like now it's like, I get over it a little easier. I think... Is it when you just get burned so many times? No, I was going to say something, but it was was not going to come out right. I was going to say, I think because you have many options. (laughs) You know, you're not like... You know, like, oh, oh, there's not one guy on the roster here. It's like, okay, well, I'll go, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. But we know that whenever there's a roster, there's always one you want the most. The other and ones then the are rest, just to fill the time. Just using. And the, the rest is like, when he's not texting you back, you go text the other ones. Yeah. Hey, sorry, just, I forgot to answer this. Just so your self-confidence can be boosted. <laughs> so, speaking of my roster. <laughs> so, there's a guy that I had, like, matched a long time ago on Raya. And by the way, guys, just to update you, I haven't been on Raya in, like, so long. How long? One week. No, no, like pretty long. <laughs> Two weeks. I use Raya more like if I'm traveling and I want to like see someone, you know? Okay. But now like since I'm in Montreal, I know that there's damn nobody I want in Montreal. So no reason to connect with anyone. <laughs> She's putting her distance 150 kilometers away. <laughs> Why open Raya if I'm going to see Montreal people? 100%. Just go on Instagram for that. Perfect. Um, so I I had matched with this guy like a while ago. Um, and he had the same name like my ex-boyfriend. So I already knew then it was never going to never work. Gonna work. It's never going to work. But like, why not go down the same path that burned you, right? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so he's actually planning on coming to Montreal next weekend. And I'm literally shivering. <laughs> not because it's cold. Definitely because it's cold. But also because I don't know how to be a tour guide in my own city. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is there to do realistically in Montreal right now with COVID? Look, we could go skiing one day, but I'll be on the baby hill because I'm not even good at skiing. So I'll be doing pizzas the whole day while he's on, you know, the diamonds. And then we do like, yeah, some good dinners. What do I show him in Montreal? 
or restaurants where we have maximum amount of people that get to per table. <laughs> also, winter. Like, don't don't visit me in Montreal in in our darkest times. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> guys, I'm not joking right now. Like, what do you, like, what do you mean? What, what am I working with here? Like, at least come and have, have something to show you. The only time I'm down to show people Montreal is literally in the summer. Yeah, for those two weeks of summer, that's it. The three days of summer come for a weekend, sure. <laughs> yeah. But then at that point, my even my, my that, time is so limited. I'm not spending it with you. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Come another time. Come in winter. <laughs> Never mind. I better live like They come in the summer and I still don't really know what to bring them. But you go, okay, sangrias, get wasted, patio. That's it. That's Montreal. Mm-hmm. Old port, whatever. Yeah. But like come in the wintertime, I, I actually don't even know what to show him. But I have anxiety that I think I'm going to tell him like, don't go. Don't go. Like, I'm not even kidding. I think I'm going to say don't come. Well, and also, like, when you have somebody come out of town, it's like, I have a life. <laughs> like, don't think because you're going to come for the weekend four days that I'm booked up. Like, first yeah. of all, I'm working now. Yeah. And, like, uh, do you have any other friends here? Like, it's a lot to commit to. For sure. You know? Like, is this guy going to be okay being alone in the city if I can't see you? Well, even when I have, like, It's traveling. a lot of pressure traveling i made a lot of friends and don't get me wrong guys i have no problem when i go to their city saying hey i'm in your city let's go out i have no problem but when they come here hey i'm in your city i'm like i'm really busy sorry (laughs) like i just i I genuinely i don't know what to do and we're nice about it like we always say if ever you come into my city like message me like i'm your girl and then that that minute when they actually take you up on that offer you're like um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually like, I can't, <laughs> sorry. But there's so many things. It's like, first of all, I'm so busy. If you think like the maybe one night a week I have to go out, I'm going to go out with you, somebody I never see. And I have to tour guide and I have to not have fun and I have to strategize and I have to, then I'm, then I'm stressed. Cause I hope you have a good time. I'm forcing you to have a good time that I'm not having a good time. And then the next day you're saying, Hey, I'm free again. Cause I have no fucking friends. Like, I'm going to be honest. No. Everything so makes sense now. I'm going to be real. If it was the guy who's ghosted me and he said he was coming to Montreal, I'd figure it out. <laughs> Straight up. I think it's very clear. It's very clear what's happening here. I don't like him. If she wanted to, she would. <laughs> if she wanted to, she would put on her tour guide hat and she would show you the city. <laughs> well, I used to talk so, like, I used to talk Montreal so up to people when I was traveling in Australia. And then, like, the few times people have come, like, I've literally been like, uh, here's a... Uh... The one time somebody came, I brought them to Time Out Market. <laughs> they could have given me a bit more of an advance of time. I could have made some reservations. I don't know. And also, like, he comes next week, and I obviously want to book, like, the best restaurants. Where am I booking? Everything's been... Everyone's been deprived for so long. You think they're giving me a reservation? Like, it's not happening. It's not happening. So, we're going to be eating at McDonald's. And I'm pretty sure that's worldwide, so... <laughs> but you know what they say? McDonald's tastes different in every city. <laughs> Doesn't taste the same in Italy. <laughs> well like you said julep julep could take him you know you yeah could clean like, your car fuck, what if i don't like him then we're what we're eating burgers in a car and that's like really you have to converse when you start googling what to do in montreal that's when you know like you're going we could go skating you like skating there's a museum Leave, yeah. stay home stay home yeah i just realized right now i'm gonna let him know he's not coming so just be like look i had to dig out my car today for three hours i don't think it's a good time for any of us <laughs> I don't think the planes are working, actually. I think yeah. they, they canceled the flights. <laughs> um, so, speaking of the fucking snowstorm today, Montreal always does that thing where you think you're out of the woods. It's like 
starting to get hotter. You're getting those days of like three degrees. You're like, okay, I could, I could put my sneakers back on. I could throw my jacket away. Boom, snowstorm, 10 feet of snow. You're like, I hate this. And that is just life. It's just curveballs. Curveballs. Fucking you in the ass. Like, it's crazy. Um, My car, not going to lie, I almost didn't make it yesterday. (laughs) My heating wasn't turning on. Uh, I was like, okay, listen. (laughs) My door wasn't opening. I had to punch my my gas tank open. BMW sounds so nice. And your key works really great at the restaurant. But the rest... (laughs) that shit doesn't fly stays parked i'm gonna leave it at that it's gonna be staying parked so today i'm driving in the worst traffic i've ever seen in my life and i'm just like staring in front of me and i see a guy get out we're at like a red light but it's like traffic right so it's like very backed up there's a lot of cars so there's a truck driver and like not a big big truck but like you know a small truck okay gets out of his truck and it's like You know, the truck where you have to climb down from the truck. Goes to the car beside him. By the way, guys, we're we're at a red light, okay? We're all driving, okay? We're at a red light. Goes to the car beside him, opens the back door of the car. And now I realize before he opens the door that the door wasn't closed properly. Like, I could see from where I am that the door wasn't closed properly. Opens the car door, says something, I guess, saying your door wasn't closed properly. And closes the door and gets back in his truck and everyone keeps driving. And I'm like... Hold on, like, I get it you're nice by getting out of your car and closing the door, but, like, no offense. If you did that to me, I would be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> excuse me? You're out of like, somebody opens your back door? Like, get the fuck out. Wait, why are they opening your back door? Because the door wasn't closed properly, so he went to, like, fix their door and, like, close it properly. But, like, I would have been like, hey, your door, like, I'm not getting out of my car to open your... And what, risk getting beat up? Can I be honest? I think he did it for his own OCD. (laughs) It's kind of like that moment where you're just like, I got to fix it or I won't be able to like... Well, like, no offense. That's something like... You You get out of a red light, it turns green, and all of a sudden you get run over. And what what are they saying at the funeral? I had to close this door. (laughs) Like, what? But I was so confused. Like, I was like, that's something like, don't touch my stuff. Like, leave my door open. Maybe I wanted it open. (laughs) You know when you see something, like, uh, you see somebody's, like, trunk open or something, and you never know, like, should I close it? Like, what if they have a problem and I'm here fucking it up? Like, it's always better you don't fucking touch it, yeah. you know? Situations like that, it's like, at what point is being nice just creepy? Like, what are you doing? Get out of my car. <laughs> Excuse me? There are so many things that people do that were like, oh, nice, borderline, creepy. But it's crazy. Like, how- why are you walking me home? You want to see where I live? live? <laughs> No, babe, I just don't want you to walk home alone. I'm good from here. Thanks. You can watch me from here. Close your eyes. Oh, which building do you live in? Why do you want to know? I just want to see for neighbors. But you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, like the gentlemen, but no, thank you. Yeah, like, I'll take it. But then if you he don't do it, I'm pissed. But then he doesn't offer to walk you home. Fucking, like, no respect. <laughs> the line between nice and fucking creepy is invisible, first of all. Yeah. Like... Another thing is, like, you want to do a nice deed. Like, yesterday I'm driving, and it's a snowstorm. You wanted to get out of the car and close someone's door? Absolutely not. See, I would absolutely not do that. Like, I think I'm nicer by letting you deal with your own shit. Like, I'm being respectful. Like, you got your issues, babe. Like, I'm, I'm here for you. Honestly, yeah. You know? Like, don't touch my stuff. I wanted my door. I knew it was open. Leave me alone. Yeah. The fuck? What if I had a problem with my door, and I just ruined it forever? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I'm driving, and I see, like, a hitchhiker on the side of the road. It's a snowstorm, and I'm like oh my god, I feel so bad, but like, 
hopefully someone else picks you up. (laughs) But like, no offense. Like, I love you. I want to do the good deed, but I don't want to die. I don't know who's coming in my car. Like, who am I to be picking you up? Who am I? So it's a very, there's so many times where I see hitchhikers and I go, I want to be nice. I want to. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not picking you up. I read a story where once a hitchhiker was picked up and then he killed the driver. So I'm like, you know what? If it comes to my own harm, I'm going to. And to all the hitchhikers who have done it and it's ran smoothly, like the percentage, I'm sure, to it being okay to not is probably higher. But I don't know. I don't know. I've seen movies. I've I've seen seen movies. movies. Exactly. (laughs) That's all I needed to know. It's like, I feel bad for like, I'm looking at you. I'm like wow like you're stuck in the snow like i really i genuinely want to help you but like is it stereotypical to say like if it's more of like a man and like he's he's more like no one could break me then yeah like pick him up but like who knows you get him in and he pulls out a gun and he says well no i would i would be more likely to pick up a girl no i'm saying like, oh if, if i was if, a guy if you were a guy and you oh were yeah 100 percent. i would pick anyone up and you know you're not a stick you're also yeah like, you can Fight for yourself. If I had a gun in my glove compartment, I would be picking up the whole town. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have safety around me. Like, I mean, who am I to I just, be the bus driver? Like, who am I? I'm not the girl. Where are you going? Sorry, that's out of my way. Sorry, my car's actually on 12 kilometers of gas. My house is 8 kilometers. I'm not going to make it the other the other 5 that it's going to take. Well, that's another thing. Like, I'll drive you, but I'm going the route of my casa. Oh, yeah, like... I'm not going one street over. Like, it better be on the way. Yeah. If you have to get off on the 15, you're getting off on the 15. (laughs) But, like, I genuinely feel bad and I genuinely look at things and I go... Like, even another thing is when I see somebody stopped on the side of the road, like, they're having issues with their car. It's like, I want to stop, but who am I? I'm adding to the problem. I'm stopping to say what? Hey, you need anything? (laughs) They're going, yeah, for you to get the fuck out. (laughs) Are you CAA? No, we don't want you. (laughs) I know. Do you ever drive sometimes and you go, oh, I feel so bad for them. Like, thank God that's not me. <laughs> you just keep driving. It's just like, what do you like? You're like, today is a great day. It's not me. Um, but one time, actually a couple of times I did hitchhike when I was younger. And uh, so you hitchhiked. I was a hitchhikee. No. Hitchhiker. Who are um, you to say all these things? 100%. Then? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like when you're the hitchhiker, you know, you're not dangerous. You're getting in a car. You're risking your life. But I feel like a hit. I don't know. I feel like there's more chances that the hitchhiker is dangerous rather than the person picking you up. Mm, I don't know about that. But you you could also like refuse your ride. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't don't want you. But you can't refuse your hitchhiker. (laughs) I don't even know why Uber exists anymore. We should just all start putting a thumbs down or up. What is it? Up. Hmm. (laughs) You're like, I wasn't that girl. Up. I've done it. Bitch. (laughs) Um, but I'll always remember one time I was walking down the street and I don't want to say, I mean, technically, I need to know where you were in life. Hold on. Give us a background story. I'm trying to say the story when you decided I'm going to hitchhike. So there was two times. There was two times that I hitchhiked. Your parents never told you don't get in car with strangers. They also said don't do drugs. They also said, (laughs) even if they offer you chocolates, don't get in the car. They didn't offer me anything. I got in. That's the problem with Veronica. (laughs) Live life on the edge. Um, always striving for less. (laughs) So, so this is what I mean by like too nice starts being weird. Like, first of all, I'm, I'm walking and I wasn't even hitchhiking. I was just walking and it started pouring fucking rain. Okay. And I was a kid. I was like 15. Um, Cause I remember I was in high school and it was like pouring, pouring rain. And I was walking to school and I was like, geez, like, fuck me. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. 
And then somebody drives by and stops their car. And I guess they were like, in their eyes, they're probably going, this poor kid, this young girl, she's walking in the rain. Let me do the good deed and pick her up. And I go and it's like a lady. It's like a... Oh, you know, we see a lady, we go safe, but means wrong. nothing. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but that's nothing. how I feel. Yeah. I go, okay, safe. Oh, 100%. I say, lady, safe. Dog, safe. You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, there's, there's girl Dexters out there. A million percent. Anyway. So I see a lady, she's 50, I stereotype, you're not going to kill me. I get in the car, she's like, I felt so bad, I saw you walking, like, where are you going, let me drive you. I'm like, oh, that's so nice, thank you. And then <gasps> we're driving, but guys, like, but at this it's point, not you're the same. Poured on, just walk, you know? But it's not the same thing as a cab, where, like, you know you're paying for this ride. It's like, what if, like, you're, you're both sitting there, like, thank you for picking me up off the street, <laughs> like, I guess this is what it feels like to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, be a hitchhiker. And then also, like, I'm sitting there wet, and I'm like, but, like, why are you picking me up? Like, no offense. Like, are you going to kill me? Like, why are you so nice for? Like, was this your... Like, you do a nice... Every, every turn they do, you start going, no, it's this way. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a shortcut. You're like, I'll get off here, actually. I would literally have my ways on. Or, like, my maps on, just to make sure that the car is going the right way. Because you can never trust anybody. You can't trust anybody, but I'm like... But, like, I get it, you're nice, but, like, why are you so nice that you have to pick up a girl on the side of the road? Like, yeah. am I a victim? So, I actually got really scared, but in when I was in Miami, I used a lot of Lyft instead of Uber. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was this crazy story. I'm just going to go through it really quickly. Um, in New York, um, she there was a girl staying at her friend's house, and it was, like, 1 a.m. in the morning, and she was like, I'm just going to take a lift. I'm not going to end up sleeping at my friend's house. Anyway, she didn't live far, so she took a lift. And the second she got in the lift, she found that, like, her driver was being awfully weird, like, mm-hmm. super weird. And he was, like, randomly stopping. So, and he was just, like, looking through the mirror. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what the fuck? So she was sensing something was, like, weird. And then she's like, hello, like, why are you stopping? Like, continue going. And at this point, she's already, like, skeptical. So she messages her friend where she just left. She's like, hey, are you up? Question mark. And the friend was like, yes. And then the the driver ends up stopping again. And now she sees, like, the, the driver is, like, just, like, waiting and, like, being sketch. And she sees that there's a white van on the outside of the, the car. Yeah. Guys, it's March break. Not that it matters when, you know, you're no longer in elementary school. But it's a great time to get ready for vacation and... You know, as a girl, we shave our entire bodies. Men, they only have one area to take care of. And how are they going to do that? Manscaped, guys. They're going to do that with Manscaped. The best in below-the-waist grooming for men. You can get everything from a ball toner, a ball razor, the weed whacker, which is a nose and ear hair trimmer, which, you know, if they want to go the extra mile, they can also do that. Um, So... Get them ready for this vacation season. Yes, they also added to the product line shampoos, um, lip balms. So basically, you go on the website and you use Chemical X at checkout to receive 20% off and free shipping. If you were thinking about it, well, stop thinking about it and start acting. If maybe you're not going away and you know, you're know you sticking to business, then we've got a nice Italian-made bespoke suit for you. And you're going to get it at izotti.com because they're just the best at making tailor-made suits. We love a man. We love a man, first of all. <laughs> but we first also... 
We love men. We love men, but we also, we love men even more when they're in a suit. So use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off your first suit. And she literally was like, apparently like freaking out. She made a run for it. And she knew that if she kept running straight, because the van started chasing her after. Okay. She knew that she was going to be taken. Yeah. So she itched and went another cross route and like was hiding behind cars. And then her friend who was up went to pick her up. Mm -hmm. And they were saying like, be careful. This is how people in New York are being kidnapped now. Because technically it's like, yeah, the driver drops you off, Mm -hmm. you know. But then it's like, once you get out of the car, like, where's the safety? Yeah. And, like, he was probably waiting for the van to come or whatever. So he was, like, being slow and, like, stopping randomly. And, like, I think that's when, like, you really need to, whether you're being in an Uber and a Lyft, you always have to be, like, uh, don't be on your phone. Don't be texting the whole time. Like, you actually never know. Like, she saved her own life by just being aware, you know? Because I feel like you're, as crazy as everything's happening, you're, like, able to, like, make a run for it or there's... For sure. There's a chance of, like, saving yourself if 100%. you're aware. If you're not, they would have just taken her. For so sure. it's crazy. So scary. I hear so many stories like that. And even, like, Ubers, like, I never get in, an, like, my thing. And I used to not always do this, but I'll never get in an Uber. I'll, like, I'll always be like, what's what name is it? And then I wait until they say, like, I never say, oh, Uber for Veronica. Yeah, me I too. I never say that because I want to know, like, are you my fucking Uber? Because... Yeah. I've just heard so many stories of people pretending to be But the thing is, is, it was or, her lift. But yeah, when no, they, for sure. when they gang up on you at a third party, you don't know what the fuck. You never know. So scary. And maybe, like, that she was a pretty girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, like, kind of, like, send the call once. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how it works, but it's really scary. I mean, to be honest. Now I never want to get in a lift again. And what are we going to do when we're drunk? Lift. Um, there's been a couple of times in the past. When it comes to, like, Uber and Uber Eats and stuff. What I find scary is, you know, obviously everyone's an employee. Like, it's not that I'm out here not trusting people. And I'm very trustworthy. Like, I'm not scared mm-hmm. of getting of those things. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're more paranoid. Oh, I I'm, I'm really not paranoid at all. But there's still things that I find weird. Like, for example, one time there was, like, a an Uber, an Uber Eats driver that was, like, asking me for my number after. Like, you're so pretty. But I was just, like, I don't feel comfortable that you know where I live. Like, you know my address. Mm-hmm. You saw inside my house you know which apartment i live in like that shit scares me and every some like a lot of times when i order food by myself and i go pick it up like i'm really afraid because all i think is like this guy could literally just open the door and come in my house like it's scary not everyone is a good person and that's what sticks with me you know know. you're just like kind of like hoping that like you're getting good people all the time but not everyone is like Mm -hmm. good i don't Mm -hmm. know that shit scares me and that's what i mean by like sometimes you think people are so nice like they're doing nice deeds for you you know i'll walk you home uh another thing is like when somebody buys you a drink you know they always say like don't take a drink that you haven't seen poured you know Mm -hmm. and me i'm here i'm at the bar a guy brings me a shot and what am i say no like i feel bad but like also like you go you go I'm not buying these drinks myself, so I mean, I'll if, take the risk. If it's a sketch person, like, and you brought the drinks yeah. over to me, chances are I actually won't drink it. Yeah. But I'll pull the whole, you know like, what I mean, I'll put though? it like, down or I'll, I've had I'll pretend times, to sip it. Yeah. I've had times where I'd be, somebody would be like, I'll get us shots. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'll come to the bar with you. And they're like, no, no, don't worry. Like, I'll just grab them. And they're probably thinking they're a gentleman, but I'm here thinking, okay, so you're trying to, you're trying to date rape me then. Yeah. So you're trying to jug me. Like, 
And I'm like, no, no, I'll come with you. No, no, it's fine. Stay, sit at the table. No, no, I'll come to the bar with you. <laughs> I want to see the drink being poured, bitch. <laughs> Let me do my shit. I don't know. I just feel like that's the crazy thing is you think you're being nice or you think somebody's being nice. Like you think you're doing a good deed or you think somebody's doing a good deed. And then it's literally, that's what's crazy. That niceness is what gets you in these situations, mm-hmm. you know? I always wish that I could be that girl that's a fucking bitch to everyone. You know, like the people that you say like, hey, baby, you're hot. And they're like, fuck off. (laughs) I always wish I could be that girl. I'm like, (laughs) like I'm running. I'm speed walking. Yeah. I don't know. I know what you mean. But uh, speaking of being nice and getting yourself fucked over, uh, can we talk about the Tinder swindler? Yes. Guys, good morning, good afternoon to everyone except Simon from Tinder Swindler. If you have not watched Tinder Swindler, Swindler, I can't, I can never pronounce it. Tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. Well, it's a show that came out on Netflix and basically it's a guy who was on Tinder and to sum it up, he was showing these girls that he was talking to this crazy lifestyle that he's like a jeweler and all these things and telling them that like he flies private and he's basically he's showing them a lifestyle that they can have if they're with him mm-hmm. which you know a lot of girls including me honestly would be like oh my god he's cute mm-hmm. and he's young cute young and he's into me and he takes private jets and like Rich. what a lifestyle that would be to like yeah. be with him mm-hmm. and at the beginning, he pulls through, so he really shows you that it's not just a dream. Like, this is the life you'd have if you'd be with him. His whole technique, basically, is once he does that, he starts to ask the girls for money. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to say, like, his enemies are after him. And it's this whole, like, fake story so that the girls are already in. They're committed. They know he's successful. And then they want to help him out because what did I say at the beginning of the episode? When you're a girl, you want to nurture, you want to help, and you start to not see clearly. And that's what happened. He ended up scamming, like, a bunch of girls for money. And, like, girls were taking out loans for him. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, living this lavish lifestyle and swiping, swiping, swiping. Meanwhile, the girls, like, they're thinking she's helping her man who has enemies after her and really they're just getting fucked up and it's very hard to like accuse someone or put someone in jail and consider it fraud when technically the girl is willingly giving the Mm -hmm. money so it's hard to frame someone yeah because it's not technically fraud no he said he was gonna pay them back but he didn't you know like i i people like fake watches like a bunch of shit like also they were I heard he was saying, like, he was going to wire them money, and then the mm-hmm. money wasn't getting wired, and then they would send screenshots, and then, like, it was very persuasive, and... I feel like I've seen a lot so of memes crazy. that were like, haha, like, um, the second he asks me to pull out a loan, mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that, like, fuck off, but I will say, it's very easy to say something like that when you're not actually the mm-hmm. one in the situation you know it's so easy to be like oh my gosh she was so stupid or mm-hmm. how did she not know yeah guys watching the document it's so easy to say yeah. oh my god why did she give him the money but like i feel like you know when you're being manipulated and when someone's showing you a lifestyle you're like well it's a little for a big yeah. exchange you know like yeah. i'm gonna help him with this and like it's only gonna make us closer or mm-hmm. uh, you know you don't think somebody's trying to fraud you for sure like you would never think that especially when you're technically in a relationship with somebody yeah. like and they're showing you they have money you have no reason to doubt you yeah. 
first of all, you would never doubt like somebody's living. I can't explain yeah. it. It's not something that you go like, oh, it's not real. You just assume what people are telling you is real, mm-hmm. especially when it's an elaborate story. So like the people that are saying like, oh, it couldn't be me, would never be me. Like you're lying. Like mm-hmm. it would be all of us guys. Like I don't think yeah. people understand the power of p- persuasion and the yeah. power of manipulation. When somebody really makes you believe something, like somebody can make you believe really anything and it's like, I literally feel like, like it abuse. already happened if, like, somebody <clears throat> is not of, like, that wealthy category, mm-hmm. you know, where you're, like, you want to help and you feel bad. But could you imagine you're, you're, like, being persuaded into somebody who's showing you a lifestyle that you're, like, obviously they're not here to use me for my money. Yeah. You know? So, like, I cannot imagine. And these girls are, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, one girl has yeah. half a million dollars in debt. Like, yeah. do you know how crazy yeah, that is? Yeah, he's, like, scammed over, like, 10 million off girls. Wow. I feel like that's, like, two things to digest. One, that the relationship was never real. And two, that, like, You're they're broke. stuck <laughs> with this whole debt. That's like, crazy. I would literally go crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was thinking about, like, if I would have $500,000 in debt, like, I... I actually think I would like no offense like I don't I don't know what I would do your whole life you're working 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 to pay off a debt that you didn't even acquire Mm -hmm. and trying to pay off a debt just puts you more in debt Mm -hmm. because of the interest and because of anything like how do you wake up and think like oh yeah I want to live my life like what a hopeless feeling I mean I think it's the type of I think people are overlooking how much it's manipulation and how much it's like abusive because Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody's in an abusive relationship, people will be like, well, why didn't you get out? Like, why why did you stay? Why did you stay? They almost, like, blame you for staying in, like, the manipulative or toxic or abusive relationship. But it's like, you don't understand. When you're in it, mm-hmm. you're you don't see like you're you're so convinced that this person is going to change that they didn't mean it that it's that it's it's fine that you don't realize like you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. it's something only after you look back and i think you can never accuse somebody of staying in something like that just like you can't accuse these girls for doing what was technically the right thing to do like if you have a boyfriend and you love him and you're you want to he's promising you a life together the twist shouldn't be while they're such idiots giving money it's like while they were actually such nice people and wanting to help mm-hmm. their their partner. Yeah. You know? It's just so funny how, like, you know, people... But, like, I, I do know, like, they're watching, and then he's like, well, can you take out another loan? And he's, like, begging yeah. and asking for more and more. It's like, okay, like, yeah. girl, when are you going to realize? But at the same time... Well, I'm not going to lie. He wouldn't be too successful with me. They'd be like, mama, <laughs> we could give you five 500. <laughs> he's going to go, listen, I found someone else. <laughs> Already, I feel like money in relationships is weird. It's so weird. So when somebody asks you for money, I feel like it's almost like you don't want to put that tension of being like, no. Like, you want to be like... For sure. And let's say you didn't have it and you, like, really like your partner. You're, you almost, like I said, like, you find a way in mm-hmm. a way. You're like, okay, well, I don't want harm for this guy or I don't want him to feel this way. So, like, let me try and help, which is, like... It's so, I also think another thing, I feel like in this like generation that we're in, we have this really big, it's, I mean, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of different opposing beliefs, but I think there's one really strong uh, belief of like the whole like 
ride or die like I'm gonna be your ride or die like we're gonna date from like the bottom and we're gonna work up together and like mm -hmm. I'm gonna be here for you from the bottom like you hear all those stories of like people before they got famous or like people before they were big athletes and how they were poor and she was giving him money and this and that and, like everyone wants to be that like or there's like a lot of people who want to be that ride or die person who want to really, be that rock for their partner. yeah they're willing to stand by you they're willing to help you when you're down and they know like eventually we'll get out of it and like I feel like that's also that situation like you're trying to show like okay well I'm here for you like I don't I'm not gonna just drop you because you're you're not you don't have money like yeah. I'm gonna give it to you I'm gonna be here for you I'm gonna be your ride or die but it's fucking you over you yeah. know like it's cr I, it, and a lot of people get fucked over by that whole ride or die style of dating because then you know somebody takes advantage of you know one person takes advantage or it works out but you know, it's very easy to be taken advantage of when somebody's riding for you and doing what they can for you. And then it's very easy for you to say, thanks for all the help. See yeah. Ya. So here's my thing about like being a ride or die for somebody and why I could never be that. So my like, I think my biggest fear is like getting older and knowing like I didn't leave this planet and did something that like mm -hmm. changed the life or like any like just anything and anything for me to show for myself mm -hmm. to make myself proud so that I'm happy. Yeah. Um, my fear with that is that like I'm just in the shadows of somebody else yeah. and then you know yeah you spent all that time being somebody else's rock but they have all these accomplishments and then what are you in the background yeah. just the cheerleader like I mean I think it, I, it's I don't know I, I don't and it's not to say that they're not doing anything you know they could be like providing like mm -hmm. handling the kids and everything but I think like I don't know for me I just, like, wouldn't want to, like, receive everything, like, and then just be, like, the shadow girl and then, like, get out of it or be, like, 40 and be, like, what's happening with my life? Yeah. You know? For sure. But I think in a relationship like that, it's almost, like, in a proper relationship like that, I feel like it's, like, it ebbs and flows of who's the one that's being the rock, if that makes sense. It's, like, you're writing for somebody mm -hmm. and, like, when they're in a tough spot and then yeah, but then sometimes you're in a tough spot, you know what I mean? And then it's, like... You know, there's, there's, I feel like it ebbs and flows, mm -hmm. but what I do find, basically there's like, you know, ride or die for me is also dating for potential. And you know how like there's that whole thing now, don't date for potential, like date somebody who's already what you want them to be. And like, it's very hard because especially mm -hmm. at our age, the way that I see this whole like dating for potential thing is at our age, like 25 how many people have really gotten to where they want to be in their life? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a lot of people and even us are not where we want to be career wise or like in life. So it's like, how is somebody going to date us if we haven't reached, you know, like people are going to date us for our potential of like who we want to be. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just in turn what we end up doing is we're dating people for who they're going to be because we're too young to like date for like okay they're already successful they're already this they're already financial like i feel like there's a lot of people that you know that they're eventually going to get there and you know that you want to grow with them there um but yeah. it's just a matter of time because like we're still young but then there's also that thing where you're going to get into a relationship for the potential of what somebody could be and then they don't end up being that person you right. know so it's very like it's hard like you want to say like okay date somebody who you you are happy with who they are now but at our age, I just feel like no one is really where they want to be. You know, everybody's like trying to get somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something to think about. But like, I, I don't know. I think for me now, like, 
I don't know if I would look at it that way. I think I'm a bit like, I, I wouldn't date somebody for potential. Like, even though I, they could say the same about me, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't date somebody for potential. I wouldn't. Like, I, I would want somebody who would be, um, like, my rock, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just, like, where I'm at now. I don't want to date someone who I feel like I'm still climbing up the rope with. No, I want the rope to already be climbed and now he's helping me climb. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's, like, two ways. Like, when you're 20, you know, unless you're dating older people, like, yeah... But it's very hard to say, yeah, I'm going to date you. But there's, I'm talking about potential career-wise. Like, it's different to say, like, mm-hmm. the potential of who you can be as a person. Because I think that's another thing, too. Like, we date people because we see the good in them. But, like, we're waiting for the day, you know, they're good. So I'm going to get deep with you now. So you're saying how, like, um, we're technically not where we want to be. But do you ever think we'll be where we want to be? Like, do you feel like you'll ever hit a stage where you're like, I'm happy, I have accomplished this, this, and this, and I'm, like, okay with it? Because I feel like the more you start to accomplish, the Mm -hmm. more you just have bigger goals, and I don't know how happy we are with what we have when we're continuing to strive for more. So, like, yes, I see what you're saying, like, being happy with where you are and accepting, like, where you've become. But I don't know. I don't. I, I don't I know. Get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy to say once we get to where we are. But do you think we'll still be satisfied when we get to where well, we no, are? No. But the but that goes but that's hand life. in hand. But that's literally life. Yeah. But that goes hand in hand in the saying like, what you can't date for potential because you should like the person you're with right now. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like you can't, you know, even yourself. It's like you should be happy with who you are now and not always like looking towards this future and like. Yeah. Oh, but because it's always going to be changing, right. right? And I guess I would date for potential if I knew that they were really passionate about what they were yeah. doing. And you knew that, like, nothing was going to stop them. Yeah. Like, that's, like, you want to be with somebody who's super, like, ambitious. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, yes. But there's got to be some kind of, like... I think, wait, like, you, you're you not willing to be with somebody who's, like, at the bottom. You know what I mean? Like, Is it's that like, bad to say? Is that not mean? Not really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's the ride or dies, and then there's the people that are, like, against, like, want to just go into a relationship that's, like, you've already did the struggle. Like, why do I have to go back? I think now? for me, it's, like, if I have to be somewhere with poten- with a guy who's potential, then I'd rather actually... Like, for me, like, I'm working on my shit. Like, I'd rather just do it alone mm-hmm. and then be with somebody who's already done the work on their own and mm-hmm. is, like, where I'm at. Like, yeah. So, I think, like, for me, yeah, I won't settle for somebody who's, like, at the same stage as me, for sure. Right. Because then I'll just stay alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then again, I don't know. It depends. I think it's, like, the, just, like, an age thing. Like, as you get older, yeah. like, you start having certain, like limits of like what you're willing to accept it's like you know when you're dating in your 20 you don't care if they live at home but when you're dating when you're 28 you're like no i want like i need a guy yeah. who's already moved out lived on his own you know what i mean like your standards and like what you're dating i also for think changes. it's like women we mature a lot quicker than men mm-hmm. which is why i feel like a lot of women tend to date older guys because yeah. you don't feel like when you're talking like if i were to be talking to a 26 year old and he hasn't had, like, crazy life experiences or he's not really well-traveled or, like, there's certain things that I would be, like, I don't know. I wouldn't feel like it would work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Um, I also think, though, in another sense of where I really think that you shouldn't date for potential is when it has nothing to do career-wise and when it more has to do with, like, who somebody could be. Like, you know, like, you 
obviously, like you said, we always try to make excuses for people. Like Mm -hmm. when you like somebody, you try to make excuses and you try to see the best in them and you try to be like, well, it's because like the stars haven't aligned for him yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and I think where you can't date for potential is when it's like who they actually are, like their character, even though you see the best in them and you see like who they really could be this like best guy. And like, they could be so nice. They could be so ambitious. They could be, they could be, you know, cause you see that in them, but those are things that you but shouldn't date for. Also, you know? another thing I feel like if you're talking to somebody who you see potential in and they're so ambitious, like chances are they're not even probably going to let you in at that point in their life. Depends, but I but, feel like it's a big thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like there's potential career and then there's potential of who somebody is just as a person. Like if you're dating, if you're dating a guy with, who has potential to be a good guy just yeah. character wise like that's the wrong thing like you should date somebody who you respect their character and you respect like their ways and who they are now like regardless of career i'm yeah. talking like you know if you want a guy who's ambitious like you're not going to go after somebody who could be ambitious who talks like they're ambitious but really they're not mm-hmm. you know like but they have the potential to be like that's where i feel like people go wrong is especially as women like you said we see the best we make excuses we see like okay well i'm sure if like you know after this he's gonna start to be calmer he's not gonna be as angry you know because he could really be a calm person he could be really understanding but we need to work through it that's where it goes wrong because then you start waiting on a a person that you built that they could be but they're never gonna match up to you know and i think often we do that when we're younger we like feel like oh this person like could be so great if we have this relationship and if i fix this about them and if we work on these certain aspects but then it never ends up working because they're just not that person you know at the end of the day yeah let's say you're like dating somebody who's like super successful okay um i never understood like the girls who like are in that stage and they're just like kind of like the shadow like they're dating Mm -hmm. them and they're the rock but they're not working on anything themselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the biggest waste of like time. And I, I know it sounds really crazy, but it's like, especially when you have that that person who's like there to help you, like don't waste that time, like mm-hmm. use it, you know, like you have an outlet, somebody's willing to help you and stuff. Like don't, don't just because you know that this person is successful and you can kind of like skis by them, don't not start your own thing or don't don't have something that's like meaningful to you because i feel like that's when like most relationships don't feel equal they don't feel like they're like at par you know i don't know does that make sense i i agree but only like out of a personal opinion because i think some people want that like i know a lot of people who would be more than happy to just just sit by and do whatever they want and not have to worry about a thing i think that just comes from like your personal and even oh, i'm the same true, way guess. of like yeah we see that as like oh my god i would be doing so much well for i that. think my stress in that is like i date a rich guy and then like i feel like at any point because money is power at the end mm-hmm. of the day and i feel like if i was dating somebody who was super successful and i was just in the shadows and everything i had wasn't really mine mm-hmm. I would, my anxiety would kick in, like, he could drop me at any second. Yeah. And yeah, maybe you're with the guy who's gonna, you know, tell you, like, no, no, no. But, like, I would never feel okay knowing that, like, somebody is just, like, like, at any point, they can just drop you and, like, you're technically, (laughs) you're fucked. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna be with somebody who's there, then you should be working on something that you can have for yourself so that... Mm-hmm. you're not fucked like i think it's a smart move to date a rich guy but if you're just in the shadows and you're not using that time to capitalize on yourself and what you could do 
I agree. Yeah. I just think that some people might not see the same way um, just out of their own personal wants. But another True. thing about you just reminding me, when it comes to ride or die, something that I see so crazy, and I think this would be like, if I was dating somebody from the bottom and, you know, we really grinded our way to the top and I was there for them in the lows and they were there for me in my lows and, like, we finally got to the top and it's, like, you know, you see this Which a lot with, like... also. Yeah, but you see this a lot with, like, athletes and celebrities where they had that one person, their girlfriend, their wife, whatever, or it could even be, like, the husband, literally was their ride or die and then they got all this fame they got all this stuff and then they just dropped them and they went for someone better because you know that saying like it's easy not to cheat when nobody wants to sleep with you you know that whole like thing i think that's from wolf of wall street actually (laughs) but basically it's just like the idea that like yeah it's easy not to cheat when you know you don't have 50 girls throwing themselves at you like when you're rich and you're you're famous and you're successful and you reach everything you don't you're not valuing the relationship the same way as when you guys are both literally in the dust. And that yeah. what is what would scare me if I would be with somebody from the bottom. Once you get to the top, like, are, are we, like, what happens there? What happens when we get to the top? Like, yeah. now you're super successful also, and you just leave me for someone else and I literally was there for you, grinding for well, you. Well, that's like, why I'm saying you always need to have something to, to yeah. show for yourself. So this way, if shit hits the fan... You know the, like, you have yeah. you. But I think I don't it's even so mean important financially. to still have yourself. 100%. But I don't even mean financially. I just mean, like, the effort and, like, the emotion, mm-hmm. like, the emotional support that you have to give. Even if you guys both become super successful, super famous, whatever. Like, just the everything that you've invested into this relationship and all the struggles you've been through for them to get to that point, for you to get to that point. And then, you know, they hit that level of, like, success where they can have anything they want and they choose something better, quote-unquote, than you. That's, like, would be mm. fucked. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I see that happen so much with people who, yeah, they love, they have the love of their life and then they become famous and suddenly it's like, oh, well, you were the love of my life until, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio wanted to sleep with me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the grass isn't always greener. Like, I feel like a lot of people want to get rich so that what? They can get the car, they can get the watch, they can get the girls. Like, to every single person, it's a different reasoning for wanting to get there, you know? So it's like, yeah, you might have had your ride or die, but now you've never experienced having this much money. Like, how do you... It's hard. How do you not want to explore? Yeah. That's why I think, like, I think that would be something... If I had the choice of being with somebody when they were small and riding with them until they were big, or dating somebody and they're already super successful, I would choose the second one just because of that simple fact that when I know somebody's successful, I know that they have already the 50 options, Mm -hmm. but they're choosing me. I feel like when you're starting from the bottom, I'm the only option, and then you still need to choose me when there's 50 other options. Does that make sense? Like, it just, it feels more secure Mm -hmm. when you know they're choosing you and they have all these options. Yes. Which is... And they've also lived The wrong way to think about it, but it's just like... But they've also lived Yeah, it's just like, okay, now we're getting into this relationship. Like, you know, you have, you've experienced having all these people throwing themselves at you. But it also depends the person and their morals, you know, like everyone wants to be successful or whatever for different reasons, whether it's to help family Mm -hmm. or like, you know, but yeah, I could definitely see how like the temptation of like being successful can change. Like, 
I, I, if you look at Wolf of Wall Street, it's the perfect example. You know, he loved his wife. They had their amazing, you know, like life together. And he grew, he grew, he got successful. And then he started cheating on her. And then he started sleeping with all these parties. And then he found his other girl. And then, you know, that's when he finds. And it's just like, that's what it mm-hmm. is. And that's scary. Like, think of the wife who literally was his ride or die mm-hmm. at the beginning when they were broke. She was, she was there for him. Yeah. And then, you know, when the other... You know, when Margot Robbie comes around, yeah, you don't say no to Margot Robbie, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think it's really crazy. Sometimes we want to be this, like, rock. We want to be, like, this amazing person for them. But then you go for what? For you to leave me at the end? Which is the wrong way to think about it. But nevertheless, we think about it. Yeah. We think about it. We think about everything. <laughs> Are we just talking what's on our online? <laughs> <laughs> but I think about that often. And I also think that it's very different between men and women. Because I think mm-hmm. for a man, for sure. 90% of the time they want success. You know, men buy cars to impress women. Okay, not all men. But like a lot of the time, guys who have money will flex to get girls. Like yeah. the reason they're wearing the designer, the reason they have the car, they have the watch is to get girls. Mm-hmm. Like people who have money and they don't give a fuck, like they're not even showing it. They're not trying to pull girls with it. But the people who are trying to show, it's like in the end, you know, chances are they're trying to get girls with that money and you know it's just like a lot of times men see mon- money as like a way to get any girl they want yeah. it's almost like the the fast pass at disney like whatever girl you want suddenly you can have her, yeah. you know and i feel like that's how guys see money whereas girls we we feel like we can kind of get anyone so for us to make a lot of money or not it doesn't change like we wouldn't cheat on somebody more because we were making more money. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, that really makes sense. I, I'm, you know, I've never seen somebody be like, "Oh, I'm a millionaire. I'm gonna cheat on my like." Yeah. But the opposite. Ho oh, oh, ho! I have. I guess, guys. I, I don't know. Don't date for potential. Date for potential. Don't date for potential. Uh, pick up the hitchhiker. Don't. Uh, I think in all this, for me, it's like whatever you want to do. You want to date for potential. You want to date a rich guy. I think it's really important just to have something for yourself. Yeah. Whatever you do. I just don't see myself still being happy because I'm dating a rich guy and he's giving me everything I want. If I know I have things and goals for myself and mm-hmm. I'm not receiving them, like I still don't know how happy I am no matter what trips I'm doing, no matter yeah. what you're buying me, no matter what lifestyle you're giving me, you know? Because yeah. realistically, any girl could have that if they want to. Yeah. I think that's the thing with men, too, is like, how do I get a girl who, like, is, you know, I think that's another thing men and why they equate money to girls is because yeah. they know that that's something the girls like so they yeah. feel like they need to get there to in order to get the girl oh for sure like it's you not know a... i think it's still like they deal with their own like demons in that sense for where sure it's like they know you can leave them for the next guy and who has more money like it's the yes. same thing it's... and if anything like like you said a guy will date a girl who's not successful and i feel like that's the struggle it's like when you're small the guy feels like the girl is gonna leave them for a richer guy and when you're big, the girl feels like he's going to leave me for a prettier girl. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like the shallow yeah. down fear. But I you think you feel. only feel that way when you when you feel like you're your man's shadow. Yeah, I, I think I think if you have your own things going for you, I don't know if you're going to feel that way in your relationship. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Because when mean, you're when you're working on shit and you're confident and you're and you're making money, I don't think you care. Well, I don't care if my 
Play no, I'm saying me. no. I'm not saying that, but I'm. That's not what Less I mean. Less worried, I guess. Because yeah, yeah. you know what you bring to the table. For yeah. example, if if you feel like you're not really giving anything, then you feel like you're easily replaceable. Yeah. You only feel replaceable if you feel like you're not doing enough. Enough. Wow, we're so words of wisdom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, don't take out a loan for a guy. How about that? <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> we'll take out a little for a guy. And we have dinner plans, so let's go get wasted. Let's go. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.